It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. On October 4th, 1889, Martha Needle placed food on the nightstand next to her 30-year-old husband, Henry. He lay bedridden at their home in Richmond, Australia. Henry's doctor, George Hodson, soon arrived, surprised to see the once robust carpenter now weakened by violent heaving spurts. Unfortunately, there wasn't much Dr. George could do. Later that night, Henry Needle breathed his last breath. Moments later, his tearful wife, Martha Needle, came to collect the doctor, mourning for her dead husband. Though puzzled by the circumstances of Henry's sudden passing, Dr. George declared that Henry's official cause of death was subacute hepatitis, persistent vomiting, enteric fever, and exhaustion. And one more thing. He attributed the death in part to Henry's obstinacy in not taking nourishment. As it happened, Dr. George had noted something odd before he departed during one of his visits. Henry had not even touched the chicken broth and jelly that Martha had served him hours earlier. It surprised Dr. George that a husband of such stature would deny a home-cooked meal in his time of need. After all, it's not like it was poison. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they had wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we're discussing Martha Needle, who discovered early on in life that an arsenic product called Rough on Rats also had a deadly effect on people. Five people, to be exact. More on Martha Needle after this. Now back to our Black Widow. Martha Needle started life in Adelaide, Australia, on a hard road. According to neighbors, her alcoholic mom regularly beat her with a stick and tied her up with rope. In addition to regular physical abuse, Martha's stepfather sexually assaulted her in 1875 when she was 11. Martha left home shortly after the incident, taking work as a housekeeper, but running from her traumas wouldn't make them go away. 
Though not much is known about Martha's teenage years, they were short-lived. Because in 1881, when Martha was 17, she married a carpenter named Henry Needle, who was five years her senior. The two spent a brief period of time in Sydney, Australia, where their first daughter Mabel was born. However, they soon moved to a suburb of Melbourne. At first, the family appeared happy. Those who knew Martha and Henry Needle observed that they were comfortably situated and well-matched. Martha's mental state, however, displayed signs of deterioration as she coped with the wounds of her past. To cope, she nursed herself with an easily accessible mixture of laudanum, morphine hydrochloride, cannabis, and chloroform. Then, in 1885, three-year-old Mabel suddenly fell severely ill with a fever, stomach cramps, and vomiting. On February 23, 1885, little Mabel Needle died. Publicly, Martha was destroyed, but quietly she collected 100 pounds in insurance money. That rounds up to about $20,000 today. Still, the financial gains did nothing for Martha and Henry's spoiling marriage. Martha allegedly spent many evenings out on the town unaccompanied, flirting with drunk bachelors. When she was home, Martha and Henry fought bitterly. Then, in the fall of 1889, Henry suffered his own fits of vomiting. Reports suggest he refused all nourishment Martha provided him, often smashing her plates of food at the wall when she grew insistent that he eat. Though the behavior may have seemed irrational to doctors and the public, Henry had only been acting in self-defense. Unfortunately, it didn't save him. He died on October 4, 1889. Martha collected another 200 pounds in insurance money. In the year that followed, Martha's six-year-old Elsie died of a condition her doctor called gangrenous stomatitis and exhaustion. Eight months later, in 1891, four-year-old May perished from tubercular meningitis. Had a coroner ran an autopsy on the daughters, they might have discovered that Martha's children had never had either illness. But this is where the story takes a turn, because Martha might not have been motivated by financial gain. Instead of buying herself things with the insurance payouts, it's said that she spent most of that money on an elaborate grave, which she sat at nearly every day. In need of money, Martha took a job as a housekeeper for a carpenter named Otto Yunkin. Otto showed Martha compassion in her mourning, and the two quickly became engaged. But Otto's brothers, Louis and Herman, didn't much care for Martha, which is why in May 1894, Louis suddenly died. The doctor suspected typhoid was the killer, but Herman wasn't convinced. He himself suffered stomach pain multiple times after eating Martha's food. But Otto refused to believe Herman's accusations. One day, when Herman fell ill with violent vomiting fits, his doctor tested his bile. Its contents revealed the presence of arsenic. Now sure of Martha's evil, 
Herman decided to prove her poisonous plots to his brother Otto once and for all. Herman hatched a plan with police, who waited outside the Bridge Road home as he and Martha sat to have some tea. When Martha served him a cup, he clandestinely handed it to officers, who stood outside the room. Sure enough, when tested, the tea revealed a dosage of arsenic capable of killing 20 people. Had Herman taken even a sip, he would have been a dead man. Police searched the house and discovered a box of anti-pest poison called Rough on Rats that was one-fourth empty. Martha had been caught red-handed, and the cops didn't stop there. They quickly exhumed the bodies of Henry, Elsie, and May Needle from their elaborate grave. All contained traces of arsenic. Though Martha insisted she was innocent until the end, through a three-day trial, the evidence held up far more than her testimony. On the day of her hanging, when asked if she had any last words, she muttered only five. I have nothing to say. And with that, the venomous Black Widow stepped to her death. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 